podcast time that's right benford tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam you all know my co-host blitzen no no it's (laughs) not they call me rudolph because i've got a big Uh, i got a big pimple on my nose oh no you poor guy uh no it's uh, the accutane did not work very well Oh, it made you depressed, and it didn't even work. Oh, mm, poor guy. Yeah. Uh, no, your name is, of course, Jordan, and I know that because we've already spoken today when we <laughs> talked earlier about uh, the film Rush Hour for uh, about an hour. Yeah, about an hour for the same podcast, although people might not know that we talk about films like Rush Hour and and things like that. But yeah, for our, for our Patreon-only mm-hmm. uh, episode, we, we covered Rush Hour, one of our favorite films from youth. And uh, mm-hmm. boy, it's a humdinger of an episode, if I, if I do say so myself. I'm not even going to say favorite films from youth. I'm going to say favorite films from life. Yeah, you're definitely... Um, I mean, we both like it a lot, but you came off as like a super fan, which is good. Yeah, we're not super I mean, fans of many things. I like to nerd out on Rush Hour from time to time. No, I would, uh, I would is, say mostly you're mm-hmm. an anti fan of almost everything that we bring that up. That is not true. I don't like lame <laughs> like you. If that's what you're getting at. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we have a a Patreon episode uh, on Rush Hour. If people want to uh, become patrons, what do they go to Home and Podcast? Uh, nope. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> no wonder we can't get new patrons. <laughs> you don't know where to send people. Patreon.com slash home and podcast. Uh, you can donate for as little as a dollar a month. Right now we have $5 a month gets you a monthly bonus episode. And uh, I don't know. We're talking about maybe moving that, making it a little bit more accessible to, to some people who are, you know, it's the Christmas season. They're spending a lot of money on gifts. We don't want them to be barred from bonus episodes like Rush Hour, so... No, 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 no. And just keep in mind, Jordan has a, a small child, uh, and this <laughs> Patreon money goes directly to that diapers. child's diapers, All my diapers. And mouth. So, yeah. No. Uh, how you doing today, Jordan? I mean, you I know, know but yeah, let's, let's act I, you like know we what? don't. You know what? The, the tree went up this weekend. We're recording just after Thanksgiving, and uh, it's got me feeling festive in the holiday spirit. And speaking of the holiday spirit, did yeah. you did you see Tim Allen on Jimmy Fallon the other day? You know, I know damn you lo- well. You know damn well I don't watch Fallon. <laughs> anti, anti fan. Adam, Dietz. you know Tim must like Fallon though because all these he's. I feel like he's on Fallon a lot. Is he? I feel like I feel like he's on Norm Macdonald about, a lot. Well, yeah, that too. But he's uh, any clip we've ever cited of Tim since we started the podcast. He's on Fallon probably because Fallon asks the hard hitting questions. You know, <laughs> he's not going to ask him about his political. Everyone ties, knows like that Colbert. Conan and Tim Allen do not get along. Is that a thing? No, it's not a thing. Oh, he's not going to be on Conan's new podcast then. Did you listen to that yet? Because I'm waiting for your review. Yeah, I did. I think you oversold it a little bit. Oh, I enjoyed it. I, I, li- enjoyed I liked it. it. I liked it. I just you said I was going to really like it, and like I don't yeah. know. Well, I That's should a lot have taken. I, I should have taken into account that you're an anti fan. So I'm not, an, <laughs> I'm not an anti fan, George. I just don't like Lance. You're, like you, you're okay? an anti dentite. <laughs> If people want to hear Jordan's scathing review of uh, Grindelwald, Harry Potter, uh, listen to our Patreon episode where he says it wasn't very good and then gives it a 7 out of 10. So Well, and then uh, we figured out that my scale is yeah. a little broken and it's really a 3 out of 5. We done changed the scale. Uh, Jordan, you were going to segue into Tim Allen. I then just we got say that off track. I just, I just want to say that because uh, you didn't actually ask me uh, how I was doing or what I was doing. I don't care evening, how you feel. This evening, Jordan. You're probably tired because uh, you're off coffee. I'm off coffee as of uh, almost two weeks. So, did you make uh, friends with yeah. that Instagram influencer yet? For your, if you, for more uh, information, <laughs> I'm, on that, I'm just trying to go, get people. You're really interest. teasing that Patreon yeah. episode. Okay, sorry, uh, Adam, 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 Adam. Yeah, Jordan, how you feeling? Uh, it's not about how I'm feeling so much as uh, you know. As we record this, we're about to talk about a Christmas episode. Uh, the tree is going to go up and mm. nigh upon a few hours. Uh, blizzards are heading toward Milwaukee, allegedly. So I hear. 
uh, yeah, so they say, but man, I'm looking out the window right now, and, uh... It's the calm before the storm, Adam, be careful. Yeah, well, uh, I'll believe it when I see it, and, um, I felt like I had more. You know, it's just, it's Christmas, and, uh, this episode kind of get me in the spirit, and, uh, I might watch Love Actually this evening. Ooh. Uh, we're gonna get the decor all going, and, uh, yeah, Jordan, I'm pretty excited, and before you talk about your Tim Allen thing... I'm going to kind of spring something on you here. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm good on my feet, so. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 good at, you're good when you write down notes and then have to read them back, so improv is definitely going to be a strong suit. More for authentic for me, so here we go. Right, I'm, I'm going to call this uh, hashtag home and podcast Christmas. Very clever. All right. And here's, here's the challenge, Jordan. Mm. You and me. Me and you. Gift gift exchange of home improvement centric items this year. Cap of either ten or fifteen dollars. We send them to each other and we open them as we record our <laughs> "I'll Be Home for Christmas" episode. I still haven't. Who says uh, no? I still haven't gotten you a gift for those coasters that you gave me. That's no. You got me a power line concert. Oh, you're right. Mine was better. I wore to the gym. I wore to the gym just this morning. Uh, (laughs) What do you say? Good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really hard to find home improvement centric gift uh, ideas, but sure, let's do it. Let's do it. The uh, all right. What's the cap? Ten or (sighs) fifteen? Probably fifteen is more realistic. I'm okay with ten. How about fifteen, including shipping costs? Fifteen, including shipping costs. We don't go over. Get as close as you can. Uh, we'll exchange addresses, and we will open these items. Yeah, as part of <laughs> I our, like the idea that we don't know each other's addresses. Although you've been here, well, it's in my GPS somewhere. <laughs> uh, hey Jordan, I hate to I hate to spoil this, but I already got a head start on looking for your gift, and I already got a couple of things picked out. Oh, this is not fair at all. Uh, no, we'll see. Um, but uh, right, did yeah. you get me some of those blueprints? <laughs> Unfortunately, they are over fifteen dollars. Uh, I, I, w- I would love to. That would be awesome. Oh man! Oh man! Um, all right. Well, all right, so I'm interested. You, you're, you're game. You're doing it. Yeah, I can. I can. I can find time to do that. There's got to be right. something on some Cyber Monday tool time deal, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there. Basically, there's tons of them out there. It's the uh, people are tons. clamoring for it as they always are. Hashtag uh, Cyber Monday. Yeah. All right. So, so is this hashtag Home and Prob and. <laughs> <laughs> home and <laughs> more home and problems home and podcast christmas hashtag home and podcast christmas let's start yeah. a generosity uh, movement within our fan base go on <laughs> i just i was hoping you'd take it and run with it but well, no you know uh, we're gonna be generous to each other and i i hope that as we tweet about that and talk about it on air mm-hmm. and open you know gifts on air that we're just gonna start a generous movement for uh for people here so well said yep okay, yep. okay. uh <laughs> so yeah i'm ex- i'm get- i'm i'm already getting excited for that i can't wait to see what you get me and well uh let's just say you're gonna like what i get you i feel like i'm a little behind the eight ball here and you've got a leg up on me but that's all right that's all right i'll figure it yeah. out all right so speaking we were, of uh, we were... speaking of Legs? Christmas and home improvement, uh, you were saying? This is a very long circle back to what I was saying about Jimmy Fallon and Tim Allen on Jimmy Fallon. And uh, there was uh, some conversation about Toy Story 4, some conversation about interacting with fans about his tool time fame, which was interesting, but I was more interested in the tagline that they had in the video that said that there was a different, more sinister uh, background to the Santa Claus movie before it got changed. And Tim spoke about how at first, you know, how when the original Santa Claus falls off the roof and Tim yeah. finds him and finds the card and all that kind of stuff. It was originally written that Tim would shoot the Santa Claus because he thought he was an intruder and kill Santa Claus. Uh, and that was apparently nixed because it's a Disney film and they couldn't handle that t- type of murder in, in a Christmas movie. Good idea, bad idea. Would you have rather have seen Scott Calvin <laughs> as a, a murderer? Terrible, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. I mean, like, I I don't know. I guess it's the kind of thing where when you're writing a script, you just like, well, uh, feels right to me. No, it's a terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. Also, that character doesn't, the character in the, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would like have a, He's like a nice guy, like he's a little bit irritable in the beginning, but he's not the kind of guy that's gonna like shoot an intruder. 
Um, so no, I, I think that they made the right choice in axing that because, yeah, you start the character off, uh, you know, whether he's murdering someone, you know, what, I don't know how you stand on people breaking into your house and whether or not stand you your have ground, the right man. to shoot. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Um, but, uh, that's a tough way to introduce a character, uh, and yeah, for a children's especially, film, yeah, probably especially a no-go. A Santa children's movie. He also did talk about how when they were filming that it's the kids on set really saw him as Santa Claus because he had the whole get up on and, and then he reiterated how much that, that he, he ha- swore all the time. <laughs> that he <laughs> well, hates kids. He hates kids. He reiterated that. And he said, uh, you know, he, he had more to say on that. So it's, it's worth watching on YouTube. If you just type in Jimmy Fallon, Tim Allen, and it'll, it'll come up. There's a, there's some interesting stories about tool time and, and whatnot. So, uh, but I just wanted to share that with you in the audience at, at large. Yeah, I mean, I already, you sent me the article, so I already knew about it. But yeah, sharing it with the audience was was worth the right it. Thing to do. Worth it. Yeah, yeah, it was for sure. I don't want to keep anyone in the dark. Although I feel like our audience probably knew about this and was watching it live because they're just so dedicated. <laughs> well, they're Fallon heads, <laughs> just like you. Huge All right, Fallon heads. Should we get into the episode? Yeah, uh, Jordan. Uh, I'm feeling a little Christmas spirit here. As oh, I've oh. said a couple times, I'm, I'm I'm excited to talk about this. It's a good one. It's All a, right. This is uh, dare I say memorable? <laughs> memorable. I say I I've I've seen this one several times before. So. Well, good. You have always been a big fan of Alpina, so you just kind of circle around this one every <laughs> once in a while. Episode 112. Twas the flight before Christmas, written by John Vandergriff. He lasted room without a view when uh, JTT got yeah. his own basement room. The spooky room. Yeah, it was spooky down there. That was the Halloween episode, right? No. Halloween no? episode was the one with Jason and the Christmas party, and Aww. Brad makes out with a Monica Lewinsky lookalike. <laughs> you said Christmas party. I think you meant Halloween, right? I don't know. I miss Jason. Where's Jason when you need him? Friday the 13th, part six, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, this that's one. That's part nine. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, that's embarrassing for you. I heard December 12th, 1995. Alternative title time, I've got three. I think I've reused one of these, so you're most certainly going to call me out on it. If you're doing a... Yeah, don't do a... I have a lot of... Home home Improvement Christmas or something like that. No, I've got a lot of Al-centric titles. Okay, I have so many. Um, Oh, I only have three. One, two, three, four, five, six, but realistically there's like three good ones, but I'll run through them, sure. All right, go ahead, open it up. I'll start with some of the weaker ones. <laughs> Good, get them out early. A hectic holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could come up with six too if I started doing that stuff. By all means. <laughs> all right, uh, I just made one up. Ready? Mm-hmm. Down goes Doc. Good one. Yeah. All right, here's sure. The one. <laughs> A Christmas choice. <laughs> Sounds like a Lifetime movie. <laughs> it only happens in Evergreen. Uh, that's a line from one of those Hallmark movies that was so bad that I had to yeah. watch. But uh, all right, how about Mary Clerkmas? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, here's one. What's happening? <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. All right. The fine Al straw. Good one, yeah. Fight or flight. All right. I like that one. All Thank right, my, this is my last one. The Al tomatum. You've done that one before, Okay, right? I thought that's the one I did yeah. before. Yeah, I guess. Um, this one, I don't Which really also, know Which also, the fact it. that I've done that one before and it made sense, mm, seems like they reused this plot a little bit, but go ahead. Well, yeah. Uh, turn the page, I guess, is a reference to the the book Tim was going to get. I don't know. It seemed seemed good at the time. Let's turn the page and, on that title. I ha- and here's the last one. It's a singing one. Jill, have a blue Christmas without Tim. It's kind of shocking that Elvis hasn't made an appearance on the podcast until now. I know. He'll be doing all right. You ain't yeah. nothing uh, but a hound dog. 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Save it, man. Save it for your own titles. <laughs> I'm getting excited. All right. Uh, there's some really good alternative titles. They had a good not one. As good as, not as good as they should have been, but this is like, what, our fifth Christmas episode? It's hard, so. yeah. With the Halloween yeah. ones and the Christmas ones, they're, you know, you get a lot of redundancy. And they had a good one to start with, so. Yeah, you're right. They nailed it. All right. Let's... Didn't, didn't they do Twas the Blight before Christmas before as well? They, they have a theme where they do Twas the Blank before Christmas, I think. I've never noticed that before. Is no. that right? Yeah, I mean, you want to check all five Christmas episodes? Not right now. All right. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Our, our audience will let us know. All right. Let's open on the episode. Heidi is ringing the jingle bells to start tool time. It's a very festive atmosphere, just like this podcast episode. And Tim and Al come out. They're in hazmat suits of sorts, but they are flash suits for electricians. And it's the salute to electricity. They do Run like out a, of ideas on tool time. Yeah, Salute electricity. They're and you know what? To the earth next. <laughs> and you know what? They've uh, they've got some fancy suits on, so it's time to do a fashion show. And they they do a little strutting. They got a fancy bag. It's not that good, but they do transition <laughs> to an old holiday decorating contest. And and Tim has swapped out these seven watts happening light bulbs for 100 watts happening <laughs> light bulbs <laughs> and you can see what's going to happen what's here what's happening <laughs> yep. uh, you know they turn on the lights and it's blinding I did like how the scene ends where they're both blinded mm-hmm. and they can't really see Tim ends up yeah. talking to a moose and then mm-hmm. Al talks to uh, a snowman, a snowman. Res- yeah. respectively I mean I want to give them both their due but yeah, they're on opposite sides of the stage talking mm. to, to different uh, and they think that uh, the gag is they're so blinded that Tim thinks that the uh, the moose is Al and, and uh, the same goes for uh, Al and thinking that Tim is a snowman. Um, it, that is a good gag. Um, the rest of it is a bad gag. Oh, you know, I mean, you know, I get apparently in this scene, Al says that the wattage could light up an airport. Uh, I saw that under trivia, and it said spoiler, and I was like, who are these spoilers for? Well, um, I mean, if you think but, about what yeah. happens later, I guess Well, that's... I know, I know, I know. It's just like, well... You just didn't you know. see how it would be a spoiler until it happened, huh? I just didn't know that they needed to have the spoiler <laughs> section above it. <laughs> but uh, A lot whatever. of things are being All spoiled right. for Home Improvement episodes. We are home in the yeah, side yard. Um, the kids uh, are helping with the, the lighting this year. Tim is uh, facing off against Doc Johnson, uh, as he, he does uh, every year. Um, this year, Brad is going to take charge in particular because he's the only one the suit fits. We find out that Tim is leaving. Um, On Christmas Eve, is, no less. Yeah, I know. It's That is a little flimsy, the whole timetable. Go figure. Um, <laughs> Time is not a home improvement strong suit. He's going to Kin- the Kinross Winterfest. Uh, I had to look up where Kinross was. Were you familiar? Yeah, I don't know where it is. Tell me. It's, a, it's in the UP somewhere. Okay. Oh, that's, uh, a, too far that's from, a far trek. Not too far from Marquette. Um, so Kinross Winterfest is going to be the Grand Marshal of the Elf Parade. Would have been great to get that footage. Well, yeah, what an honor that would have been. Um, but he's leaving tonight and a, today, and apparently he's going to come back. Christmas Day, morning? I think? Christmas Day? I, yeah, it was not clear. Question mark? All I know is that yeah. Jill is bummed. Jill is bummed, rightfully so. Uh, you know, there are a lot of other other days to do Christmas parades. Uh, every other day in December, <laughs> for instance. Just uh, do one down the street, you know? Seriously. Why do you got to go to Kinross? Um, well, it's the prestige as al says later on <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, al that's and eileen come over al's going up there as well eileen is apparently i don't know if she is just like meant to hang out at the tailors the whole yeah, time i think you like know she's not gonna have yeah she's not gonna have anybody to hang out with for christmas eve so she came over jill invited her over and jill you know would be feeling lonely as well so it, it's nice it's a nice gesture al's mom pages him she's already paged him four times uh this morning because al, al got a pager um and through some exposition we find out that uh she's visiting al's brother cal uh and that al and eileen have a romantic weekend planned um mm. and until uh, until yeah uh, al gets a page calls his mom and he bails on eileen instantly and caves into his mother which is yeah you know it's gonna be a problem moving forward in the episode i'd say and the kerfluffle starts right away in front of the taylor's 
quite awkward, I would imagine. You know, they're they're fighting in this mm-hmm. in this not stranger but friend's house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of you know white jokes in this scene, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as as usual about Al's mom, and even Jill joins in on it, which you know she's is blaming on Tim by osmosis basically, and uh, that that sets up you know the conflict in this episode. It's compelling, I'd say. <laughs> Very. <laughs> <laughs> all right on the plane they're making their way to kinross al is venting to tim and tim obviously does not want to hear it this is kind of like a bogus thing to complain about because al keeps saying like eileen is being unreasonable and blah 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 tim sticks olive in his ears he um, takes he, he chugs and- it he chugs his martini uh in one drink and yes. then sticks olives in his ears it's pretty funny yeah al meanders through his feelings for eileen it's confusion to disappointment to spite he he says he's not even going to give her a special homemade gift which was a necklace made of coins uh from a trip to sweden for a a dental conference of sorts tim makes light of that awful gift and uh he says you know my gift i've got something good up my sleeve we're going to this trip for a reason this is where we get the line you know where al says this is where he turns things we're going for yeah it's a special book a special book. Al thinks we're going for prestige. Instead, he's getting a first edition of Freud's essays. Sounds I, I boring look, I to looked, me. I mean, uh, she'd like it. I looked it up, man. Uh, it's, a, it's an expensive gift if he's, in fact, getting <laughs> okay. a first edition. Uh, I mean, if it's actually... And like, he's making a flight to go, you know. Yeah, uh, it's uh, several thousand dollars uh, for a, a first edition if it's one of Freud's he's got to make original. up for all those piston tickets that he spent. That's true. Well, he sold them all whatever. off, so he's got extra money. Um, That's right. Yeah, as usual, when you get like TV, movie, airplanes, very wide, uh, <laughs> wide aisles, very <laughs> comfortable, say, generous. Yeah, it's very just generous very spacious aisles. for a, a flight to, from Detroit to to Ken, to the yeah Kinross International Airport. Um, <laughs> do you think they have an airport? I know Alpina does. I looked that up, but do you think Kinross does? No, I mean maybe in the same way that like Davison had an airport. You know, like it's there. I don't know. <laughs> that was a private <laughs> it's one. There for emergency landings or something, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. It says uh, Chippewa County International Airport. It's in Sault Ste. Marie, though. So um, I don't know. Well, it's the same. Yeah, maybe I'll take it to to get home for Christmas. Um, what do we got here? Prestige Parade. Uh, we find out that uh, because of uh, bad weather, the airport is closed and they're going to be diverted uh, to Alpina and hilarity will ensue. Mm, this is when the episode really takes off. Okay. Alpina Airport. It's a dinky little thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of sarcasm coming and, and they meet the clerk in charge here and he sa- they ask, like, where's the main terminal? He says, take two steps forward. And they're there, and we're going to get a lot of this clerk, uh, and I know that you've got a lot of information on him. Should you do it now? Sure, I'll do it now. Uh, the clerk, What's his name in this episode? I don't know that I ever hear His name is The Clerk. He is credited as The Clerk, so his <laughs> okay. name was... All right. Name in real Mary life Mary is Tom Poston, um, yeah. best known for Newhart, uh, in which he played George yeah. Utley. He's also in Christmas with the Cranks, uh, Tim Allen, uh, the old Dark House, Mork and Mindy, um, passed away in 2007 at the age of 85, but um, won a primetime Emmy for his work on the Steve Allen show in 1956. So I don't, must have been uh, some kind of a comedy series, but um, he also was in Coach as well. So, but uh, primarily known for the, the Newhart role as George Utley. I would say so. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. As I, I will. We'll talk about the the report, but I think he's very funny. He is very funny. Um, I guess if you're working in the Alpina Airport, you got to have a sense of humor, right? Yeah, and he's, he got, he's also got a lot of episode. a lot of sign. He's got a lot of time for like sign gags. You know, <laughs> must be the Alpina Airport has like a pretty high sign budget. Um, but yeah, they come in and um, you know, I'm trying. To, I wrote down the so first. You know, he's like go to the car rental counter and he flips his sign over and you know, it's the car rental counter and uh, he tries to talk them into getting a convertible. Uh, It's like a lot of like, (laughs) he'll he'll lead them down a certain path and then he'll say like, well, you know, the roads are actually closed. Uh, And then, you know, he's like, well, I was wondering why you guys wanted a car in the first place. Um, 
Gift, Where's the gift, gift shop? shop? Yeah, he's the gift shop. Oh, wait, the gift shop's closed. Um, it's a lot funnier than it sounds, uh, probably. But uh, yeah, we're just getting a lot of, a lot of sign gags and a lot of... Uh, this guy's uh, he, he's a comedic genius, as far as I'm concerned. MVP of the episode. Yeah. Uh, they move into the next scene where they're still stuck at the airport. And they're on the pay... Well, Tim is on the payphone with Jill. Uh, you know, she knew this would happen. This is her worst nightmare. Jill is bummed. And she says the boys will be too, but then they come in and they're excited. Um, not because they're, you know, they don't want to see their dad, mm-hmm. but they think they can do this lighting contest by themselves. And they're excited about the opportunity. Uh, Tim then yields his time to Al because Eileen wants to talk urgently. Um, there is kind of a, a funny moment here where Randy's on the other end and Al thinks it's Eileen and says sugar pumpkin. And, and Randy says, sure, I'll go get your sugar pumpkin. Pumpkin. I don't remember the exact Yeah, something words, along those lines. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Al thinks he has a compromise in hand. He says, we'll spend time, uh, we'll ring in the new year with mom, and then we'll ship her off, and then we'll get the most romantic weekend together. But Eileen is not agreeable to it. I think, you know, she she realizes that it's it's kind of about principle at this point, and it's time to cut the cord. She says, you're 37, it's me or your mother, and then hangs up. So she makes it pretty clear that yeah uh, what do you decision um, needs to be made what do you make of this al eileen uh, dust up here i mean i kind of alice should probably just break up with eileen you know like especially at the end of the episode he's really having a lot of difficulty making this decision uh and i, yeah, don't I know, think eileen should break up with yeah, al or, yeah i mean like they shouldn't be together i guess <laughs> is what is what i'm saying because he has a lot of difficulty and this is kind of an should be kind of uh, open and shut case no brainer yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. i mean i get why she's mad yeah for sure uh it's also funny that you mentioned Al's 37, and I don't know. In my mind, I guess, because I was, like, younger when we watched this show originally, like, I just, the idea of him being less than 10 years older than me is, I don't know, kind of strange, but anyways. Are you scared? Yeah. Are you scared for your future? Uh, yeah, A little I'm bit terrifying. fearing my own uh, mortality. Mortality, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't blame you. Yours is coming soon. Uh... <laughs> well, that's what I told you. I, I mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah, you said hey, things go according to plan. Uh, so at the end of this scene, Tim is exploring opportunities at the back at the service counter. Talks about, you know, snowmobile uh yes that would be a great idea but nobody has one what about a dog sled he says sure we've got a sled and i have a dog uh but the dog's a poodle and uh so yeah he's the clerk is at it again and he's just he's making mincemeat out of tim really he's a rascal he sure he's is a rascal. he's he's a wily old devil i like him all right we are back to to alpina um and uh tim wants to take the next plane uh back wait did we already maybe we're ahead of that well, the storm has let up in Kinross. Indeed, you know, indeed and, it has. Yeah. Um, let me find myself here in these notes. Tim wants to take my plane back, boys. So we find out the storm has let up, um, but uh, there may or may not be a flight uh, coming out this evening. Is that correct, or am I confused on this, Jordan? <laughs> All right, so let me take it from here. Yeah. Uh, the storm has let up in Kinross, but the bad news is in Alpina it's not oh, getting okay. bad. Yeah. So they're going to be stuck there for a couple of days. But the good news is that, uh, you know, they want to get a hotel booked. They've all been booked up, but the good news is that the clerk rents out a room <laughs> in his house. $45 normally, but uh, in the winter season, it's $200 a It's night. also, Tim all of threatens... his lines are funny because, like, he says something, and then he pauses, and then he kind of keeps talking, and you find out the truth, you know? Like, I have a car, but it's a convertible, uh, but also, it's, you know, like, he keeps, like, doing this thing where, like, <laughs> but also, and it gets worse and worse. And yeah, it, he's giving yeah, false hope. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. At, at this certain instance, uh, Tim threatens the to contact the BBB, the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tim knows what's coming, so he turns around the sign, and sure enough, the clerk is also yeah. in Tim charge of the Better Business Bureau. Tim anticipates that he starts looking at the Bureau. sign. It's, uh, it's good stuff, yeah. Uh, before the scene ends, uh, Tim solicits uh, something from an old woman. He uh, asks if he and Al could uh, <laughs> stay at their place, they'll pay. Stay at her place, they'll pay, and she calls them uh, perverts, uh, which seemed a little out of place here. And then we find out that she is, a little strange. She is the, Save the mother of the clerk somehow he says he sure. says Why he not? says yeah hi mom see ya he says see ya at home mom or something see ya like at home that. mom yeah something like that now we're back to the boys working hard in the yard hey yeah we are i think that's 
I think that's where you were. Uh, yeah. You know, I think there's a creepy clown here. Uh, apparently a broken wise man is being re- replaced with a clown. Where'd they get the clown, clown from? Just hanging out in the basement just right like, next to Randy's room. It's terrifying in life. Like, yeah, no wonder he's scared down there. It's, <laughs> what is And what does Jill mean when she says that a clown is holding a bottle of seltzer? Oh, it's like when they spray. They, don't they do like the spray thing from their flower and stuff? Isn't that part of the gag? What's that? To do, what's seltzer have to do with that? I think it's just included usually in the gag for some reason. I don't know if it has some sort of interaction, but that, that's where it comes from. You want to Google clown and seltzer? I'm afraid what's going to come up, and I'm doing it. <laughs> clown the seltzer, seltzer bottle. bottle. Clownopedia. I'm on Clownopedia, man. <laughs> uh, the places you never knew you would go because of home improvement. The clowns sometimes use the seltzer bottle for pranks and slapstick comedy, but the clown who uses it most of all is Clarabelle. Who's Clarabelle? <laughs> <laughs> Be oh, careful, Clarabel, you're going to get that. is very scary, and uh, I think that uh, this is as far... Let's just say that there is a clownopedia out there for anybody interested, and uh, yeah, it may or may not. And you won't be going there ever again. <laughs> and that is first and last <laughs> on that. So, uh, glad I asked the seltzer question, clarified Clarabelle. Um, yeah, so we're home. They're using a clown instead of a wise, wise man. Um, they... Uh, <laughs> They're getting they're getting into the uh, to the battle with Doc Johnson. They've kind of they've kind of taken on a, a sense of a sense of pride. Um, Jill comes out and uh, she has a little little uh, little one on one with Wilson, and it isn't of much substance, Jordan. But you know, Boy, we, we we play clips uh, of Wilson, so roll that clip. Well, Heidi, ho ho ho, neighborette, and a merry Christmas. Maybe on your side of the fence. I got boys crawling all over the roof. Tim stuck in Alpena and a. Depressed orthodontist crying into her pfeffer noose. <laughs> well, Tim is stuck in Alpena. That is such a lovely town. You know, I have a very good friend who works up there. He's a clerk at the airport. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I was really hoping to give Tim his present tonight. I got him something really special. Well, I assume it has something to do with a car or a tool. Oh, yeah, both. I got him a set of tools for the car and this thing called a power inverter that allows you to plug your tools right into the car lighter. This way, if you get stuck in traffic, instead of swearing, he can build something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds like the perfect gift for Tim. So are you and Judith spending the holidays together? Oh, yes, indeedy. This is the first Christmas that we spent together, and I am so looking forward to giving her the sweater that I knitted for her. You knitted her a sweater? Mm-hmm. Right after I sheared the sheep and spun the wool. <laughs> wow. Then later on, I'm going to fix her dinner. What are you making? Lamb chops. <laughs> so yeah, Jill is sharing her bad Christmas experience here with Wilson, and uh, we do get another joke here where Wilson has a friend at the airport in Alpena, and it's that clerk that we've seen so much about in this episode. And they, they share a little, little bit more little, about... A little too much for me. Yeah, that's where you I drew mean, the line? I it's just like, okay, right, I don't know about that. I don't think so, well, Tim. <laughs> I don't think so, Wilson. Uh, Jill got Tim a power inverter and tool set for Christmas, and then we get more information about how Wilson and Judith are still together, and a lot of... Uh, it sounds like a bad day for this lamb. He's, he's getting <laughs> he's getting shaved, he's getting sheared, he's getting eaten, so... Uh, yeah, like you said, not not a lot of substance unless you're you know eating unless you're eating some that lamb. lamb. Yeah, unless you're having I mean, some lamb chops. Uh, it would be nice. That, what, what are they gonna see Judith ever? I mean, Judith gonna is she gonna be in any more episodes? We've heard about her for almost the whole. Yeah, season. it's Let's weird that they mention her like four or five times, but we don't see her. I don't know it is weird. What's the point? What's the point? What's your angle? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Uh, back right, to the back, airport. Back at the airport. It's been too long since we've been at the airport. A lot of cutting to the airport, the Alpina airport. Um, so, uh, special announcement from the clerk. Hotel rates uh, are back down from 200 to 45, which Tim very aptly recognizes as uh, being news that the storm <laughs> has let up. I, I don't know. He got to that conclusion much faster than I would have. Um that is the truth, and it's going to be... Maybe uh, if you were just, like, focused on this flight for three hours, you would be, you know, perhaps. that would be what you're thinking about. I don't know. But uh, it's 15 minutes until the, the next flight. 
That's a quick turnaround, isn't it? They had the plane was primed and ready to go. Yeah, well, you know, there's not much going on at the Alpena airport. So, uh, and then Al is still here wondering how do I choose between Mom and Eileen? He's and so annoying. In this the... ep- like he's so annoying in this episode. It's he's pretty. It's, it's grating. It's grating. Um, hey, you know. Uh, obviously we are both close personal friends with the Karn man. So I mean him, no disrespect. It's the writing, but, uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty ready to uh, have Al out of this episode. Yeah. You're going to fight John. Do you think we should get Karnman in, in our, uh, hashtag home and podcast, uh, Christmas. Ooh, if anyone can, if anyone can spur on a generosity movement, it's the Karn man. That guy hosted family feud. You're trying to tell me he can't get things going here. That's pretty cool. I think he can get things going. How about we do a home gift exchange? Me, you, PR Carmen, <laughs> Carmen Finestra as well. Uh, can we get Brett and White in Brett there? Brett White as well. <laughs> man, that, that would sounds... be a party. That would be a oh, Christmas man. party. Oh man, we got to put it. We got to. We got to start. We'll send out your invites. And we got to get sister, it started. And my sister. I'm trying to think of people. That oh yeah, all the guests episodes. we've ever. Is yeah. there? Is there any other guests? That guy does it. I mean, does that mean Dracula's showing up? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, can we cover his appearance fee? Because it's like twenty five hundred for an hour. <laughs> That's true. It's crazy that we look out with him giving and you have voicemails to hide and stuff. All the garlic, which is <laughs> a pretty difficult in and of itself. Yeah, it may, he might be more trouble than he's worth. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't all know. Right, it well, might be. It might actually not be. It might be worth it. <laughs> we'll think about it <laughs> as know. we finish. I don't know. Jordan. <laughs> might actually be a good Jeez. idea. let's move on sure man (laughs) alright so we're back on the flight uh, from Alpina to Metro Detroit and Al is still wrestling with it as we said Tim tries to break it down he's like alright I'm going to solve your problem because you're a giant idiot and he says Tim or he says Al he talks to himself Tim Tim says do you want (laughs) Tim you gotta talk him out of it Tim says do you want kids and uh, you know he, he says she he talks not to necessarily... Al like he's a child that doesn't understand uh, basic human sexuality or uh, I don't know uh, have any rationale. It's a wonder how they're they're once a weekers. You know he mentioned they're once a weekers. I find it hard to believe. Yeah, like this conversation, but uh, you know Al tells a little bit of backstory about something he promised his father who passed away. He would take care of his mother before um, his, you know after his dad died and. I don't. I don't know Haven't whether we that heard has this before. Been... How many people are making promises to their parents? You know, like this is a Tim thing. This is an Al thing. I don't know. But one thing I've learned from this show is that you don't make promises to your parents on your death on their I, deathbed. I'm not make. I'm not promising anything. No. Because <laughs> I can just see it now. It. Your parents. Yeah, you're tied your to parents it. Are, your parents are trying to promise get you to promise something. You said, "Nah, I learned from home improvement. I'm hey, not doing that." Hey, sorry, I don't think so. I'm not. Like, I, don't, I, this I don't think so, Tim. To carry around. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, Tim says basically you need to figure out how to prioritize Eileen over your mom. And, you know, what would your dad say? And his dad would say, stay with your mom and go into the track. So we don't get the idea that Al's dad was a great father or husband. No, but no, 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 no. no. At uh, the end of this conversation, yeah. Al says, I'm going to set some limits and he's going to get rid of the beeper. So. That's good. I guess I he figured it out. I liked it when the woman right? on the plane, and I didn't get this the first time around, where she asked, are you yeah. a doctor? And I was like, why did she say that? And then I realized because apparently maybe in 1995, 96, like only doctors had beepers and pagers, I'm assuming. That's yeah, the they're guy. busy. They they got places to go. Um, I It seemed like they they panned onto a passenger on the flight for a little while. Yeah. And it almost seemed like something was cut from caught. the scene. Maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but I don't know. Possible. So we approached Detroit. Uh, more flight trouble. I mean, they just cannot get one, you know, where they need to be. And, uh, you know, they're approaching Detroit, but the airport is not visible. They cannot land. So they're going to have to divert to Toledo. Tim has had it at this point, you know, no Christmas, no Jill, no gift, no kids, no lights. It's, it's kind of the final straw for him. And suddenly a giant light emanates from the ground and blinds the whole plane. I'm surprised that the pilots didn't just like swerve and crash. (laughs) Yeah. But it's the Taylor house, and uh, it's enough light that it breaks through the fog, and they can land. And the whole crowd on the plane cheers. Tim's able to see the clown from up there as well. Yeah, talk about realism. This episode has it in spades. (laughs) It's real, and it's surreal. 
Uh, it's just like Clarabelle. <laughs> Please don't bring her up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> At home, final scene. The boys have won the lighting contest. They got a fancy trophy. Who judges um, this? I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, you know, they say Dad has been holding us back, and then we move over to Al and Eileen, and they have reconciled, and Al says it's the easiest decision of my life, which we know it wasn't. They make out. uh, They're going to have their once a week tonight. Tim and Jill (laughs) do a a gift exchange. You you texted me, and you were like, 2004. Ah, good stuff. I sent you a lot of winks and thumbs (laughs) ups. He said, let's just say you're going to like what happens at the 20 minute mark. And I did. Yeah, I did. It turns into home improvement after dark. Uh, Tim and Jill are doing a gift exchange. Tim obviously doesn't have his book that he wanted, but he gives her the beeper from Al. And Jill says, oh, good. I got paged by Al's mom. Hilarious ending. Bummer. Uh, Yeah. Roll credits fade to black. Jordan, I would be remiss. Uh, this isn't especially funny, but um, uh, I was Al- Alpina is the is the setting of this episode, and uh, a, a friend of my father's and I, a teacher that you are perhaps familiar with, uh, Ken Crouch. He lived in Alpina, and he, he recently passed away of cancer. Oh. Uh, and uh, a dear friend of my dad's, and a guy I thought a lot of as well. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, say, uh, you know. Ken, you, you, you'll be missed, and uh, I thought of you often uh, as I heard of this Alpina setting. So I did, no good time mm. to drop that in, but uh, yeah, no. You know. No. No, you know, no there's only... not a good time to drop it in. There is not, but that is a, a moving yeah. tribute. Yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. he would have never guessed that you would. No, not on a home and podcast. Shout him out on a home and podcast. You know, Alpina, uh, my best friend Sam, his grandma has been living in Alpina forever and uh, recently has left the the town and moved down to Davison to be closer to family. So, hey Jordan, uh, whenever uh, I hear Alpina, Jordan, I think she, of her. Is she dead? She's alive. Okay, then don't try to. She's ninety five though. Why are you trying to outdo me? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a one up. You were just sharing connections with Alpina. I was sharing a connection with Alpina. Okay, as well. but she's still alive, right? So, like, I guess you know. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Nickel for your thoughts, Adam. I like this episode. I think it's really funny. Um, the uh, Tom Post and stuff at the uh, as the clerk is good. I remember that from when I was young. The mm-hmm. reveal uh, on the way home with the lights uh, also very funny. Good lines throughout. Al is kind of annoying, but uh, in general, I am uh, I'm a softie for the Christmas episodes, uh, and I'm always going to like those more than than the regular ones. But I I think this one is is solid and. Uh, it stacks up there with some of the better Christmas episodes. So, yeah, I would say enjoyed it quite a bit. I'd say you're a softie just overall. So. <laughs> That's true. Sentimental yeah. guy. Yeah. Sentimental guy. Uh, maybe I didn't like it as much as you. Okay. I, I agree. Like, Tom Poston as the clerk is awesome. Uh, really, really good performance by him. Very funny. Laughed both times I watched it and, and remembered some of this from watching it in, in younger days. Um, I, you know, Al did become pretty brutal yeah, here and I think they've sure. reused this plot line a couple of times. So that was a bit annoying, but I did like to see the boys, you know, step it up. I was a little afraid of that clown. So that was definitely a low point, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, I would say I liked it more than I didn't, but perhaps not as much as you did. So uh, which would make me an anti-fan on this episode. Yeah, maybe. hater. No, I, I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, uh, a festive episode, you know, a little bit of Christmas spirit and a lot of bit of Tom Poston. So can't go wrong can't there. Can't go wrong there. That's right. All right. What's next, so, Jordan? So uh, we're going to move on to Sean's social media corner. If you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com. You can go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast to support the show for as little as a dollar a month. And have access to out, uh, outtakes, bloopers, behind the scenes, all that kind of stuff. We make our own just like the TV show does because uh, we're funny like that. And we have extra bonus episodes available, stickers. I don't know. What else could you guys want? If you want other things, tell us. Uh, but go to patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. We're on Twitter at homeandpodcast, facebook.com slash homeandpodcast as well. And um, you can support us also by going to your favorite podcasting app or iTunes and leaving a review. Five-star review, write something nice, we'll read it on the air. With that, Adam, I'm wondering what you've been doing on Twitter, because you're always up to no good. My phone won't load Twitter. <laughs> <sighs> um, Poor timing. Is me... Twitter down? 
No, but sometimes my phone like. Did we up. break the internet? I can go to. All right, I'm here. Okay. Jordan, Twitter is a flame. Uh, it's a blaze. It's uh, it's hot. It's fire. It's lit. It's all those things. Uh, last week, poll. Do you have a good relationship with your mother? Twenty-five total votes. Poll King is back. Um, yeah, 12% baby. said, I'd rather not say. Ooh, love to hear more. 12% <laughs> said no. 76% said yes. So you got to feel good about that around the holidays. Yeah, that's a little bit of and you were the, family. You voted no, correct? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a wonder that my mom came to visit me. Uh, otherwise, um, man, I got to shout out. Uh, I got to shout out Benjamin Pope at Statsman2886 for. Uh, tweeting at us during the Lions game, right after the Lions uh, recovered a fumble during oh, man. that terrible, heartbreaking Thanksgiving game uh, <laughs> when he, t- he tweeted ap- appropriately, the Lions just recovered a fumble. Uh, the Lions just recovered a fumble! Um, uh, what a callback to the first or second season? I would say first. That's uh, He's a true fan. Um, otherwise, you know, I had some... What else we got going on? Um, you know, you'd think I'd look at this beforehand. Um, Hashtag Home and Podcast Christmas. At Dagobah uh, sent a, a photo um, of uh, electronic football game that he uh, he ordered in the mail, and then he posted a picture. It's just like uh, one that Randy has in the episode. So this guy is such a fan; he's getting toys that even the kids played with. So yeah, I mean, uh, Twitter's good. Twitter's great. Uh, hashtag Home and Podcast Christmas. It's gonna probably be trending relatively soon. So. Uh, Stand board with that. And you know what? Uh, the gift that keeps on giving, uh, redbubble.com. We got Home and Podcast logo. They'll put it on pretty much anything for you. Uh, I think the stickers <laughs> are probably the best, but uh, coffee mugs, T-shirts, laptop cases, phone cases, sweatshirts, baseball tees. They got it all. Uh, 20% off. Well, Cyber Monday will be over by the time this comes out, but I bet. If they're like everybody else, Cyber Monday began last Thursday and it goes until next Thursday or something like that. So it goes until Christmas Day, basically. Yeah, I might as well call it Cyber Month. Am I right or am I right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that, Adam. I don't think I say thank you enough. So oh, you certainly uh, thank don't. You for that. No, you absolutely don't. Yeah. You know what else I want to say, Adam? Yeah. It's your turn for the question of the week. Jordan, in this episode, uh, Tim and Al have difficulty uh, at an airport. Uh, and, uh, you know, they can't get out and they want to get home. And I want to know, Jordan, do you have any airport airplane horror stories? Oh, I've been pretty lucky. Uh, I have, I mean, I've had, you know, a couple of like hour delays, mm-hmm. but I've never had anything where you have to stay over the night. Maybe when I was younger coming down to Florida, but I don't really remember those, uh, when I was much, much younger. But since I've been flying as a teenager slash adult, I've been, I've been pretty blessed with just straight through flights no delays or anything crazy so i i hate to disappoint you i i know you were hoping for just sad story after sad story yeah. for me but i don't have anything to share on that front okay all right well uh i'll make up for it i feel like i, I feel like you? i've had tons of bad experiences um yeah i'm uh i've given them all to you so yeah that's right um first one that came to mind it was uh kind of a similar circumstance i had uh Gotten out of college uh, for Christmas break, which is about, uh, man, I miss teaching because I would have been uh, done for Christmas about (laughs) December 12th, and I would have gone back about January 12th. Uh, Granted, no paychecks coming in between that time, but man, that was a nice break. Uh, As it stands, uh, anyways, so I'd gotten out of college, and I went on a a trip to Las Vegas with my uncle um, the week before Christmas, and we were flying back December 23rd. And um, there was uh, a layover in, uh, it must have been Atlanta, I believe. And I don't know, the the connecting flight came in late and we ended up missing our flight. Um, And Mm. uh, it potentially meant that we were not going to make it home until, you know, midday Christmas Eve. And um, eventually, I I think, I don't know what happened exactly. I think my uncle might have just paid to get us on an earlier flight out. Uh, I also saw Mark Ingram at the airport. so it was, it was a very, it was, it, and he ran away from you cause he remembered yeah, he, how much you tackled I, I, him. I struck fear nice into his school. eyes, but, uh, no, we, we almost, <laughs> uh, we almost, uh, came home late on Christmas as well. And that's a bad feeling. Uh, and a lot of yeah. people were very mad as I recall. And, uh, a lot of negativity around the, the New Year's and I didn't like that. Um, otherwise, no, uh, you know, I've missed lots of flights. Uh, I missed the flight, uh, just a 
maybe a year ago going to a bachelor party in uh, Austin uh, for Anthony's bachelor party. That was a bummer. Uh, missed a flight out of New York city one time. Uh, yeah, lots of missed flights. It's uh, flying sucks. No one should ever do it. Um, don't bother. It's <laughs> driving is better. Walking is walking, the best. If you can if you walk can or ride your bike, I would say that is the best option. Driving second best flying. That's way, 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 way down the line. But uh, That's down the list. That's hey, sure I, are you list. flying or driving yeah, think- back from Michigan for uh, Christmas? Probably flying. Oh, we're flying. I hate driving that drive. I've done it so many times that it drives me insane. I think the closest I've ever come to missing a flight is there was like a morning I had to I had to take an early flight. My my grandma had it was she was getting close to the end basically. So I was able to make it home before that time, but I had to take a like the earliest flight in the morning and I didn't expect a lot of people there and there was a crazy line at TSA. Yeah. And I got to the door and I was literally there about ten seconds before they closed the door. So I was the last one in and was able to make it. But yeah, that's the that's the closest I've ever been to missing a flight or anything. When I was flying the when I missed so. the flight to go to Austin, uh I was flying Spirit, which is uh should be called Garbage Airlines. Uh and like I missed it, I missed it. <laughs> Not a sponsor of this no, podcast. Garb- garbage Airlines. Um, and I don't like. I missed it because I was like, I don't know. It was a whole confusing thing. But I went up to the, I went up to the, uh, the whatever desk, and I was like saying how like I missed my flight. Yeah. Like, can I please be put on another one? And this guy, like, <laughs> this guy was like, "You missed the flight. It's your fault." And there's not a damn thing we could do for you. And he said that. And I was like, what's your name? I want to report you. And he turned it. He took his badge off and he put it in his pocket. It was the weirdest thing. And then he just walked. And then he wouldn't put it back on. It was like I was in a movie. He took his oh. name badge off. He didn't want me to know his name. Uh, bad situation. Well, really ugly. That, yeah. That guy had a bad day, I would yeah. say. Uh, yeah. And uh, he took it out on you. Yeah, so. that's garbage airlines Not, not a you. great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You know, we have another friend who uh, loves Spirit Airlines, so kind of a mixed bag. Uh, The only only reason anyone loves Spirit is because they're cheap, uh, and you can quote me on that. They make you pay pay $50 for bags. Like The ticket doesn't include a bag. Oh, yeah. A lot of airlines. I mean, we've flown Frontier, which I actually really liked, but they're like that, too. And when we fly, we're taking Allegiant, Mm -hmm. because they go straight from... Sanford to Flint, mm-hmm. which we wanted a straight flu, straight through flight. Um, they also charge for like bags yeah. and stuff. So well, sounds like um, there's more than one garbage airline. Catch my drift. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm when I was, uh, my, I was taking my mom back mm-hmm. for a Legion mm-hmm. flight. She. <laughs> She, we got to the airport, and then I got a voicemail when we got to the airport that said her flight had been canceled and rescheduled for tomorrow. So I had to drive all the way back an hour home. Yeah, so that was not a great Flying's experience. Flying's a nightmare. But, uh, um, moral of the story, don't fly spirit. And if that guy comes down on you at O'Hare <laughs> and he takes his badge off and puts it in his pocket, Tackle just him. Call, for, call spirit, complain, and they'll give you a $150 voucher. So, uh, you know, it all, all, you all ends well. Jordan, what are we covering next week? Next week? Oh, brother. They do too much of the brother-mother <laughs> titles. <laughs> really. It's not real. All right. Well, uh, I'll look forward to that. Uh, always good to have a Marty-centric episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're an anti-Marty after hi- fan. After the high, high of this Christmas episode, yeah, let's bring Marty into the fold. Um just again, we will uh, we'll be doing episodes for the next couple weeks, and then we'll ha- we'll have our I'll be home for Christmas episode, and then uh, potentially we'll be a break, and then we'll we'll pick it up in the new year and continue on season five. Sound good, Jordan? Sounds amazing. We're also going to have uh, a little bit of a preview of our rush hour episode coming in the feed, so get excited for that. And there will be a really cool uh, bonus December Patreon episode. We should probably do the Patricia Richardson Lifetime movie. That would be a good one. Perhaps. She's doing it like all the Christmas. I don't know how I would watch it necessarily, but I'll figure it out. Anyways, uh, Jordan, it's been a pleasure talking to you listeners. Thank you for listening. Uh, wishing you all a uh, cheerful holiday season as December rolls around. And uh, I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.